Be simple. It says the kingdom is where? Within, Within you. It says the kingdom does not come by observation. That's, that's what it says. Yeah. So you not say, oh, over there, that's where it is. The kingdom is within. So that means that if I want to experience the kingdom, I go in. I go, I shift my attention within. Do you know it says in scripture that the wise man's eyes are in his head? The foolish man's eyes, and eyes doesn't mean physical eyes, obviously. Attention is on the ends of the earth. So it is wisdom to go in. That's what these guys, you know, ancient traditions understood this. You know, and I was telling you that if we really want to understand where we are, you know, as a human civilization, we should, we should study history. We should look at ancient traditions. How did we get to where we are today, right? So, so you talked about these guys going to the, to the, the east. The temples, the mountains, yes. Right. And what did they do there? Are they going there to listen to someone externally? No. They are going there to do what? Go in to receive inspiration. Some of the greatest inventors, they knew this. They understood that there was a realm on the inside that, that had a lot of wisdom. Like I said, there is nothing that you are seeking for that doesn't already exist. It's already in existence. We just need to tap into what already is. The question is, how do you tap into what already is? Sometimes I ask people, for instance, when was the internet invented? Who say, oh, maybe the, the late 90s or something like that. That's when it was invented. And I say to them, no, that's not when it was invented. That's when it was discovered. The internet had always been in existence, but we just uncovered what was covered. It was there. I mean, AI has always been around. It's always been around. But we are just hacking into what already is. Crude oil was around, had always been around. In fact, crude oil was regarded as toxin to agriculture. So we regarded it as waste, as, as toxin, until we uncovered what was covered. And now, God knows how many billions or trillions of dollars the, the crude oil industry is worth. So there is, there are ideas for the next phase of humanity, of existence, that exist in an unseen dimension that require people who understand certain kinds of practices to connect with it, to download and pull down from that realm of existence into this physical three-dimensional realm. Right, and there is a skill, there's a know-how to it, right? So, have you not noticed? And sometimes we're always having small bursts of inspiration, but when something happens repeatedly, it's not a fluke, it's a law. That's what people need to know. When something happens repeatedly and often, you should recognize that for it to keep happening, then there must be something here that we need to hack. Why is it that you receive? inspiration when you're having a shower why why is it that bursts of inspiration and ideas come when you're in the bathroom or why is it that when you pray in tongues for long hours your mind is still ideas come and something happens, happens. You, you, you connect you connect and you receive you receive you receive science there is a science to it but guess what we are so used to mystifying what we don't understand so rather than hack 
to uncover the science, which is what I've spent years trying to get, we will mystify it and say, no, oh, don't go there, that's woo-woo thing that people from the East do. It's not for us. If the devil knows that this thing would make you powerful and make you exist will, as a king, he will paint it. Of course. He would ensure that he, he causes you to mystify that thing so that you will not understand it. Right now, science is beginning to uncover some of these mystical things. Science is demystifying the mystical. That's really what it is. Quantum physics is beginning to break down some, some things that we thought were so mystical. And now there are scientific laws that are beginning to uncover those things. And that's why, for me, it's the balance between science and spirituality because I don't see the difference. I see, I see that they, they, you know, they, they are all pointing in one direction. Scientists may be wrong, but science isn't. Scientists may come out with the wrong postulations, but who, who, who puts these laws in place? Who put the law of gravity there? Who put the law of thermodynamics there? Who put the laws of energy conservation, all that? Who put those laws there, the laws of vibration? Who put them there? God, of course, put them there. When God said, let there be light, you know, we think, and like I said, the image you have in your mind is what determines what your own reality is. We think it was up Nepal. <laughs> light is a spectrum. God was creating the electromagnetic spectrum which runs this world. Right? And if you don't understand that, there are certain things that you can't uncover. So, so the, to answer your question, the point is, we have to understand the importance of stillness, of quietness, of shifting the attention within. within. Because the way up is in. We think that heaven is solely, and uh, let's not go there, yeah. a geographical location above, but heaven is within you also. There is... There is a dimension of heaven you can experience when you go in. And the way to access that realm of infinite possibilities and information is when you are able to reduce the volume of all the noise in this external world so that you can pay attention to the still small voice within you. How can you hear a still small voice? in a cacophony of noise. Most people, if we were to assess their internal environment, it's very noisy, very, very noisy. The inner dialogue is just random chatters. How can you receive inspiration when you have not practiced being centered, when you don't know how to recalibrate and come back to balance and a state of homeostasis. Jesus knew this. It says it was a routine. It says as it was customary to Jesus. What is a custom? A custom is a routine, a tradition. Without fail, what did he do? He withdrew into the wilderness. It was something he did away from all the external stimulus, away from all the noise, to be able to recenter.
And whenever he came back, he came back with bursts of inspiration. He came back doing something that astounded people, right? And that's what we need. That's what we need to be able to recognize that prayer is not solely our verbalization. Prayer is also the status of the kingdom within you. In Aramaic, it says that prayer means trapping God's presence. Wow. Creating spaces. Wow. To trap God's presence. Wow. Wow. It means so, trap God, like open up your hearts for God's presence. Now, in this context, a lot of people are taught about times and seasons. And some people think they have lost their time. Some people have actually lost time. They didn't pay attention. They didn't discern it. It's a thing. Yeah. I want you to talk about times and seasons and restoration. Because I know that God is also restored. Since he lives in eternity, he, he can... So talk about restoration and times and seasons. I love that. You know, like I said earlier on, God is not mocked. He's not, he's not shocked. Nothing that you do surprises him. He has made there are provisions available. You may miss an, an opportunity, but God is not, it's like Google map. You know, you miss a turn. The, the, the voice doesn't say, ah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it recalibrates and finds another route for you. The mistake we make is that in our consciousness, we have condemned ourselves. And, and that consciousness is what is creative. So when someone is creative, yes. So when someone makes a mistake, right, and lives in the judgment of themselves, and lives in a status of guilt, lives in a lower vibrational state because of what they've done, not recognizing that even in scripture it says let us now come boldly to the throne of grace that we may obtain what mercy and why would you come to obtain mercy if you had not fallen short of it so it means that when you have when you have fallen short of it it still says let us come so the prerequisite is boldness is boldness energy of course a consciousness that you have a father who is gracious towards you, who is loving and kind towards you. That consciousness of worthiness, right? Righteousness, that you are still worthy, right? Not taking for granted his love and his grace, no. But recognizing that you are still a son. That consciousness is creative. But when you live in the consciousness of the guilt you are then stuck in time you are stuck in that position and that experience but what liberates you is recognizing a free that you are free that he she that the son of man has said free is free. free so restoration would always happen 
to a liberal soul, to a free soul. Precisely. Precisely. And uh, what I'm saying is that we need to be mindful of God's love. God's love is the universal constant. It's the universal constant. So speak about trauma. Because there's a guy called Gabo Mate. Yeah. I follow him. Yeah. And I deduced from him. So we'll talk about trauma when we come back from the final break. But I'll start it now. He says that trauma at the at the at the effects of the bad things that happen to you and the good things that happen for you. So the bad things that happen that happen to you, all the bad things can make you stop trusting God. And the good things that happen for you, you pray to God, but He didn't even answer you. You fasted, Bangalore, but He didn't answer you. How do you handle those things? And still come back boldly, Bangole. <laughs> he didn't answer you. Your mom died. Your auntie had of cancer. Let's be real. Mm-hmm. How do you handle these things? Why should you be bold again? Beautiful. You want me to answer it now? Please answer it. <laughs> First of all, I must say this, and this is very important. Nobody knows in fullness the entirety of anybody's internal states. I don't know. I, Only I, God sees the heart. That's what the Bible says. Precisely. So sometimes we are hasty to conclude that he did not answer. Sometimes. And I'm not saying it's in every instance. I hear you. I'm not saying it's in every instance. I have seen instances, and this is, this is first, uh, um, this is not all the dimensions. This is one dimension. I have seen instances where people have said, Bankole, I was in faith. I have believed. I did the affirmations. But it is not working. And what they don't realize is in saying it to me that it is not working, they just affirmed. That is an affirmation that counters whatever it is that they've been doing right so i do not know in entirety your words may say something but god is the one that knows the status of one's heart right that that is the truth the second dimension that i want to bring to this is that i know that god also has his agenda and there are ways he sees things there are bigger assignments there are bigger things from his agenda that he intends to do and that's why i believe it is important to inquire as to his agenda because sometimes certain things happen that momentarily using our senses we define as evil or we define as ill or as negative momentary but in the process of time i have also seen where people look back and they look at that situation with gratitude i have a friend who was healed of stage four cancer and i'm not joking when she speaks you would sense the authenticity from her voice that she right now is genuinely grateful for cancer she told me, she said, Bankole, 
Every day I thank God for the gift of cancer. And I looked at her, I said, how, how, how do you define that as a gift? She said to me, Bankole, cancer came to reveal to me that I was addicted to suffering. I didn't know. She had lived all her life that way, alienating herself from elevated states of being, alienating herself from, you know, living heaven on earth. And it was that experience that was the wake-up call for her, that was her own awakening. And today, she lives in gratitude towards it. So the truth is, sometimes, momentarily, we look at a situation and then we assess it using the lenses of the physical, stamp on it. And we're within frames, so yeah. 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 That's true. So And we're back to full current. Can you make some of time now, Senna? Good, good, good. Now, in the first training, we spoke about how God lives in eternity, not in our realm. And that part just blew my mind, how he has every possible answer for every possible choice we make. Yep. Yep. And then you spoke about how it was a consciousness issue with Adam. And aware you wasn't about location, it was our consciousness. Yep. But then let's not go to fear. What did fear do to us? Where did fear come from? What is fear? There's, a, there's an interesting acronym uh, uh, fear being false evidence appearing real. Right? So it's usually not real, more often than not. The problem is not the problem. The problem is the imaging of the problem. The problem is how, what you are seeing, what is being created. And that's the weapon of the enemy, right? To create an image in your mind that exaggerates the situation or that makes you relegate your personal power to the background. So you feel like the situation that you are being faced with is greater than the power that you possess within and by so doing shifting your attention to the exaggerated image of that thing you have lost your power so that's the strategy when i see for instance i'm very i'm very very practical in the way i when i, when I read scriptures i 
I like to play play them out in real time. I, I like to if I, if I can't practice it in in, 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 yeah, in, in this language, in this lang it's, then it's not relevant. So when I see arrows that fly by noonday, for instance, you know, some of us when we read scriptures, we actually literal in our imagination because let me tell you, the picture in your mind is the experience that you will have, right? So when you say something, the image that it creates is your understanding of that thing which ultimately impacts on your experience. So when people think of warfare, for instance, they, they, they imagine, and that's the image they see, angels and demons with swords and, you know, fighting and all of that, right? So when, when you see, for instance, arrows that fly by noonday, some people actually imagine literal arrows, right? A lot of these things, to me, are are metaphoric right or figurative arrows that fly by noonday to me are thoughts they are thoughts that have been injected in your spirit or in your soul right to contradict what it is that you're believing for so you pray for something you have a good time you know and just trusted god that he's you know for a particular thing he's done it and as you come out of that space, something contrary to what it is that you believe for happens. And in that moment, an arrow is fired. A thought is injected. See, you, that, you, you and you call yourself a Christian. <laughs> <laughs> and, and this kind of thing is happening to you. And these and, thoughts are alive. Of course. They, are, they can hold of you. Of course. The weapons of our warfare, they are not carnal. So what does that mean? It means it cannot be a physical arrow. It's not carnal. But they are mighty through God. You know, to doing what? Pulling down what? Thoughts. thoughts. Strongholds. Imaginations. They are things that we think. That is the realm that we need to begin to pay attention to. But most people are mindless. I'm telling you, and I, tell, I, I know this because I interact with people and I see how mindless people are of the kingdom within. Mindless of what's going on inside, right? They will have the words, though, but I am telling you the meditations of their hearts are not in alignment. Small wonder, David would say, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my internal government do you understand mm. be in alignment because a lot of people are out of alignment they have the trappings of christianese <laughs> they, they, they say all the right words but what would really affirm that you are in faith is the status of the world within will there be absolute stillness and calm when there is a storm on the outside Right? That is proof that you've been able to convert, you know, what's going on on the inside. So, you know, to answer your question, right? So that, that's really what fear is. It's, it's, it's the battle that goes on within. It's the injection of contradictions by the enemy, right, to cause you to forget who you are. Because he knows that if you know who you are, right, he's finished. But if he... If you lose your identity, then he has gotten you. So is the born again experience a, an awakening of who you are? Yes, that, that's, that's my personal belief. An awakening to the God inside. that, that re resides on the inside. And the awakening that causes the consciousness 
of the godness that you possess right that causes you to shift your attention from the external and shifting the spotlights and the attention to the internal why is this critical it's a universal law where your attention goes your energy flows it's a law right so wherever your attention goes your energy is going so if your attention is consistently on the external your vital life force is going out of you to the external but if you are able to shift your attention to the internal where is your energy and all your vital life force going is going inside and guess what where does god reside inside for the kingdom of god is inside is within you. within you so you are activating right that inner power and presence of god that exists with your attention but when we take our attention externally we then become mindless of what we have and what you are not aware of does not exist for you right so, so we pause why because like i said awareness is attention attention is power so the awareness of power is power the awareness of powerlessness is powerlessness so if i am unaware of of what i have if i'm unaware of the the battalion of angels that reside in an unseen realm that are around me if i live unaware of them then i'm not going to activate them they are they are waiting for awareness awareness is the activation it's the consciousness it's the language of the unseen it's the currency of that realm it's awareness that's what activates things that's what causes shifts that's what causes movement in that realm it's it's what you are aware of right and 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 it's it's so essential but i find that most people have put their awareness outside of themselves outside of the power that they possess profound so now in this light what is fear what is faith in the most simplest terms in in the context of being aware of who you are and what you carry what does fear do to you what does faith do for you beautiful so the first thing to to understand in order to be able to appreciate the the, the diversity between these two concepts is consciousness so faith is the consciousness of the easiness of things and i'd explain in very simple terms there is nothing that you will ever need that is not already in existence for everything for life and godliness precisely has been given has been given it is just that it is given in a realm that you do not see so it already he has already blessed us with all spiritual blessings all in where heavenly places efficiency one precisely so it's in a realm beyond this physical realm it already exists faith is the consciousness of the easiness 
of that which you seek knowing that that which you seek is not about to be done it's done it is already done right and walking in what i call a vibrational alignment with that which you seek knowing that it already is let me make this thing practical if if for instance let's say um let me think someone give me a name of someone who's very credible very wealthy elon musk elon musk if elon musk writes you an email and tells you that that contract which you are seeking has been approved of a million dollars right please come over to my office and pick up a check for that amount of money if he writes you that email when do you get excited when i see it the email yes when i see it once you see the email i'm, I'm happy you're happy yes is the money in your bank account no but i trust elon musk you trust elon musk yes so the excitement is now yes for money that has not yet come but i know he'll give me he but has, you know he'll he has give capacity you. he has the capacity a and, he has the, and he has the credibility yeah. and then the most credible person in the world who has the most capacity to do and undo has given you a promise in his word and you are waiting for the physical manifestation to get happy. Can you see, can you see the problem here? So, so faith recognizes that if God has promised, faithful is he to perform because he's already performed. So that, it's that consciousness. But you see, I see that this thing is absent from a lot of people who assume that they have it. They have the talk, but what is the status of the world on the inside? Tell you a true story. And this, this happened to me. I was on a plane, right, from Abuja to Lagos. I'll never forget this. And it was the most turbulent flight I'd ever been on. Now, I'm, and this is the truth, not kidding. Aside from the turbulence, there were moments, I, I, this happened like three times when the plane actually tilted, about three times and trust uh you know our people <laughs> people are calling whichever god that they serve you know and a lot of people were screaming jesus jesus you know and there was turbulence as in not just the turbulence on the plane but there was the expression of the internal turbulence that people were feeling now they were calling the name of the god that they serve you know our god calling jesus right to to step into the situation the question is where was their consciousness was their consciousness in the awareness that regardless of what i feel on the outside god has got me or was their consciousness on the turbulence on the outside and how you will know is what you feel because what you feel it's an expression of where your consciousness is, right? And I remember as I was on that flight, I saw a gentleman seated adjacent to me, and this guy was sleeping. He was sleeping. I'm not kidding. In fact, what woke him up was the screams of people. And as this guy woke, he was seated there, cool like a <laughs> cucumber. And for I heard loud in my consciousness, Bankoli, whose prayer 
do I listen to? Is it the prayer of those who are screaming my name out of fear? Or is it this guy's prayer? See, I was, I, lo I lost, I'm like, hold on, hold on. This guy is not praying. That's, that, was my own, that was my understanding at the what time. This consciousness. But I heard, is it the prayer of those streaming or this guy's prayer? So the status he had within was considered as a prayer. And to prove this thing to you, scripturally, God is able to do more than we think. Of course. Or imagine. That of means, course. That means thinking is prayer. Of course. Imagining is of prayer. Of course. It is. It is. If, if, if the weapons of our warfare are not kind of the mighty through God in the pulling down of all strongholds, what are they? Thoughts, imagination. 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 Abby, is, if that's a so warfare imagination prayer. Imagination is, is prayer. Of course it is. It is. Let me also prove it to you. The, the children of Israel, right? They didn't get into the promised land. Why? God said, he said, I have heard the murmuring yeah. and complaining of the children of Israel. And it, all, it almost seemed like God swore. He said, as surely as I live, that which I hear them say, that will I do. Now watch this. God said he heard what? Murmurs. What's murmuring? In our grumbling, internal dialogue. I thought it was only our verbalizations that went before him. But he heard profound. the inner turmoil. It's profound. And because of the inner turmoil, they did not enter. Promised land. They did not enter. And I'm telling you, particularly in Africa, this is one of the reasons why we are where we are. We have a lot of activity, but can we, if there was an equipment that could measure the state of your heart, of the heart, your consciousness, is it full of fear or is it full of faith? Precisely. And, and, and it says, by the way, without faith, you cannot please God. You cannot. You can't. You can't. So this... This conversation on consciousness is extremely critical. Jesus was a conscious being. Con Jesus, extreme. He knew who he was. He carried that presence anywhere he went. He was conscious. Do you know what he says? You know, sometimes when I read the scriptures, I'm like, is it? Do people read this thing the way I read it? <laughs> it says, let this mind be in you that was in Christ who considered it not robbery to be equal with God can you imagine how he carried himself knowing that hey Paul said reckon that means do reconciliation do accounting that you are like God reckon like you have to it's consciousness, it's consciousness. that's what it is 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 the moment by moment awareness of who you are and you see this is what makes me truly honor appreciate and worship god that he held nothing back when he created you he gave you all do you understand do you know what it means to give 100 percent of you to your creation i'm gonna uh, we'll go for a bit very soon but let's get ready for it yeah 
because we have to help the next generation of Christians. Christians. Yeah. I want to talk about you know inventing innovation. I did a a quick like research, and most of the people that I see, Steve Jobs, they all went to the Hindu meditative to get consciousness. They, I, I read it. I'm saying what I'm. I'm it's my, true. Uh, Zuckerberg. I'm telling Silicon you. Valley, it's si- thing. Silicon Valley. Silicon um, Valley. Yeah. Um, Mind Valley. Yeah. It's a, it, it's a cup. They so, but in the Christian faith, we've not taught about how to download innovation, download ideas. I, I, that's I love it. That's so, my. <laughs> so I'm ready for that. We're going to talk about that when we come back. Yeah. Guys, it's full current. Today's conversation is about manifestation and bringing forth the best version of you. Let's put your hands together. We'll be right back. Thank you. I need you. We had a Thank you. So we need. No, 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 no. It's, it's deep. Very deep. It's very deep. It's serious. So. Yeah. And because. And because <coughs> Nigeria is. So, so um, this is the final yes. 20. Yes. We, we ended with um, God is good. Okay. Yeah. Right, cool. Okay, so. And we're back to full co- 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 correct. No behalf current, I wait in. Full current. Now, the last bit of this conversation we had now, because that is, you know what happened with, with, with Peter when he said, cast your net again. And Peter said, Master, I have toiled all night. There's something you said that I want us to just quickly unpack before we have some final thoughts. You said, it is very important that we align to his divine purpose. Are you saying that God can put his foot down, not against me, to achieve his own purpose? He can, why? You see, yeah. when you think of kingdom, yeah, king, it means king's domain. If you live in, a, and I think I learned this from Miles Monroe, <clears throat> if you live in a democratic society, you may not understand kingdom. Because democracy is the government of the people for the people, but you know, right? Kingdom is different. Kingdom is, like you said, the king and his domain. And so let it, me, it's let not me, voting, no voting. No, 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 no. This is a colony. No democracy. This is like the British came to Africa, came to Nigeria. And colonized. And the colony was, was such that it had a culture. And you colonize by institutionalizing your culture. Through policies. Through precisely yeah. education. education. That is kingdom. That's why in the you know it was it was it took me a few years to realize that in most homes in the uk you wouldn't see air conditioners there in an average home in the uk now that you you probably start seeing you would see a heater and that's because it's predominantly cold even in sometimes in summer you know it's okay well summer is hot but other seasons apart from winter you're not dry you know, it's not, yeah and and they take tea it makes sense to take tea there. 
But we take tea in Africa, <laughs> in the tropics. Because of our colonization. Precisely. You wear suits. Exactly. It's a culture that has been now, when we think of, you know, God and his kingdom, we have to have that way of thinking that there is a culture from which we came from because we existed before this existed. We'll, we'll talk about yeah. that later, <laughs> right? Because think about it. God said, "Before I knew you, before I formed you, I knew, I knew you. you." So yeah. if uh, how, you, if He knew you, 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 yeah, I hear you. Uh, you yeah. understand? Fully aligned. Yeah. There's a culture from the kingdom that you came here with, and the point is, the work is to bring the kingdom of heaven here on earth, right? And that's what we need to inquire about. That's what we need to ask questions about. So that as it is in heaven, we can, you know, bring it and dominate here on earth. But I find that a lot of times we are so mindless of what his plans, what his purposes are. And we are all about our own needs, you know, Think of the average person's prayer list. Not maybe not everybody, but the average person's it's a list of needs, right? Just praying for things and spending time on that. How many of us spend time inquiring? And that's why prayer is not a monologue, it's a dialogue, inquiring. God, what would you have me do today? How would you have me show up today? How would you have me? bring your kingdom here on earth what would who how can i be a channel to to be a blessing to somebody how can i be the extension of god to humanity here on earth how many of us spend time you know thinking thinking that way thinking about the agenda of the kingdom and that's why it says seek ye first the kingdom and then all other things you take care of his agenda your own agenda is sorted but guess what? A lot of times, people have lived mindless of his agenda, mindful of ours, and expecting that ours will always be sorted. There are laws. And my own journey, and this is one thing I advise people, is to inquire as to what God, the God that put these laws there, put them for a reason. To inquire as to what these laws are so that we can align with them and when we align with them we're in a state where we can or flow where things can flow in our direction when we violate them we put obstructions in our pathways that do not allow things to flow in our direction so someone is praying for a blessing but they are living in offense and they don't realize that it's a law offense is a blessing blocker you are you are putting yourself out of the place where the blessing can flow in your direction but that person is not is mindless of that law and then things are not working out and we with the physical eye are wondering where is your god with the physical eye, we're judging through a limited paradigm. God resides, 
he looks from a perspective that sees all we are looking through you know a pinhole two pinholes you know and we are judging based on that narrow frame right and there is a broader perspective he wants to expose you to because god is more interested in who you become than just blessing you with the things you are praying for so he wants you to evolve in the journey of receiving that thing that's what pleases that's his that's his joy his joy is not that you got it because he's already done it do you understand his joy is that you align in this three-dimensional plane with who you are authentically with him in heavenly places so he wants there to be that growth and evolution and that happens when you are able to grow through tests and trials recognizing that this affliction that you face is but for a moment and it is working out something in you is working out working out certain states of being certain states of consciousness where you are you are seeking the things that are above and not the pedestrian things that are beneath where you are now you know not faced by by the things that we see for we walk not by by sight we walk by the unseen right what exists in the unseen so if you if if you walk by what exists in the unseen and in the scene you are seeing something contrary you're not moved by that you're not moved by that because you know that that's not the end profound you know so so it's that profound. evolution that is important that is critical that's the journey and profound. that is the work that is the journey that i personally believe that christ was about so now someone said that john 3 17 is as important as john 3 16 and it's 17 it says for Christ did not come to condemn the world, but to save the world. Now, most people think of this as a moral concept, not a concept that Christ came to save education. He came to save healthcare. He came to save global warming. He claims. So speak about Christos as a concept that the reason why we are here it's not for only moral the holy spirit is not for only a moral conversation but his power is to save earth because of you we will save marriage we will save low, low, low self-esteem we will save self speak of about course. that so what's the the, the commission was go ye into the world yeah and make disciples of all nations what does that mean it means go and start churches everywhere <laughs> <laughs> Don't start. <laughs> what is that? The word to disciple nations is it's the same word for discipline. And I, I'd ask you, what's what what's your discipline? Media and healthcare. Precise media and healthcare. Go and into all of these nations, into media, into healthcare into banking and finance and family and be the standard that's it go and 
disciple show them how God operates right show exude excellence connect with the kingdom within and download inspiration insights ideas innovations that would lead to the upgrading of these you know different disciplines and systems and when you go there it says let your light so, so shine before men that they may see <laughs> your god and your glory and glorify the father in heaven see your works and Good glorify works. see your works now watch this it says that they would see your works you did not say oh, that you know they saw your works and then they glorified glorified god, god. so there is the quality that you bring with your work there is the energy and the spirit that you carry that will cause them to say this has to be of the sovereign god and give glory to him example nebuchadnezzar and daniel he said he glorified god he said who told you he said let, he said let us worship your god do you understand <laughs> there was something yeah there's so, so it's, it's like result is the key for man. It's like man likes results. I've noticed. Yeah. Bangkole. But guess what? So it's, for me, it's not just results in isolation. It's results. It's the spirit that you carry. Yeah. There is... The, pro, the journey of the result. The essence in the results. The energy in the results. Precisely. The, the, the reason for the results. Precisely. There is a spirit that you carry. There's a presence that you walk in with that that makes people gravitate towards you if this is a dark room and we shine light in that direction everybody's going to gravitate in that direction you don't need to say much right there is the aura around you there is the light that you are a city setup it cannot be hidden there is a light and, and i see you know i see people trying to do too much of the talking that this is who i am this is why you know this is why i am no 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 by your fruits we will know who and whose you are right by your fruits by the by not just the quality of the work but the grace on top of the work there is there is work that is produced and you can tell that the energy that produced this was stress there is work that is produced and you can tell that there is grace there is grace upon this work there's something that I want you to tie to this conversation. You spoke about a friend of yours who said that she was attached to suffering. The yes. cancer lady. Yes. Can you be a Christian and still have this mindset? Oh, most definitely. There are so many. So many. And it's not just limited to Christianity. There are so many people in different religions who are living by suffering, living by stress. And they do not know it. They are mindless of this. Mindless is such a... You, you use mindless <laughs> ten times. It's, but but, but is mindless... Is mind, will it be punished to be mindless? Oh, yeah, definitely. Ah, but but, but you will. But, but, but you will. See, it says in Scripture that I have rejected them because they have rejected knowledge. He said it. Yes, it's in Scriptures. My people perish. Why? Because... It is because of the lack of Daniel knowledge. Daniel 2.21 says, 
that he gives knowledge to those of understanding. So if you don't have an, an inquiring, a, a, so, curious, a curious mind, mind he will give you knowledge. Which is why you cannot be closed-minded. And that's why I, 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 that, this is my slight challenge with some religious folk. You can't tell me this is how it forever is. You can't say that. Do you know how vast our God is? We all know in parts. Every dimension is just uncovering a layer. There are still layers of God that are, that are yet to be uncovered. You can't tell me you know it all. Nobody is a sole repository of knowledge. So you can't say this is how it has always been and we'll just leave it like that. If you are not open to learning, you'll be alienated from knowledge. If you are alienated from knowledge, you are alienated from life. And that is the basis of religion. Religion is our rules and regulations that have been stipulated to keep you bounded. You can't put God in a box, man. You can't. You can't. He's bigger. He's bigger than the box. God is not in eternity. Eternity is in God. So can you imagine how vast, how vast we must, we must be open to inquire, at least to, to inquire, to ask questions, to find out. You know, it took me traveling to different parts of the world to realize how myopic I had been. Exposure will, will expose you. That's why it came, Instagram, TikTok, is God's chance. To open, to open up humanity. Exactly. To other cultures. To other things that are happening in other parts of the world. Do you know miracles don't only happen in church? For the, for the longest time, I thought that it was only within the four walls of a church that you see that happen. Miracles happen. They happen in different, there are different places around the world that it happened. It does. But your mindset, by virtue of your exposure. And your context. And your context is that this is the only way it works. I remember telling somebody I was, you know, somewhere at an event in Mexico Ooh. and different kinds of people were, you know, different people were getting healed. The person was like, was it a church? I said, no, it's not a church. Then it must be demonic. <laughs> and I'm like, people are Are you kidding? Oh, yeah. Most definitely. And I understand this thing because there is a pathway that God himself has instituted for humanity to be able to have these kinds of experiences. The human body was created to heal itself. It is not, I'm not, I'm, ask God why he did it that way. That is the design. But if you live in the absence of that consciousness, it, 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 it becomes, it doesn't exist for you. It doesn't exist for you. It's the way, it is the greatest pharmacy ever invented. invented. Human body. Oh, most definitely. The human body is soft, sophisticated technology. The human body, and I can I can explain, break this thing down. Have you have you? Can you imagine what the sophistication of the Sultan of Brunei's temple would be? Brilliant, brilliant, yeah. And then the the creator of the universe has chosen you as his home. Ooh, I get it. The temple, and you will not be soft. The body is the temp. It's not just a temple; it's a template. This body. Do you know that there are people who, and it's happened, it's been, these studies have been done several times. There's something called the placebo effect, where people are giving sugar pills, but they think that it's a drug. Belief! 
and then they are told oh this is a drug that's going to cure this particular ailment and they believe and they believe but it's a sugar pill and the body responds let me tell you what that means scientifically what that means it means and this is real the body manufactured the same pharmacy of chemicals contained in the drug and the chemicals knew the centers to go to to cause there to be a change this human body what it has the capacity to do a lot of our experiences are as a result of our beliefs and as a result of the things that we have stored in our bodies that ultimately manifest as disease and if we know how to resolve those issues we can deal with, 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 with the disease. Bangwale Williams, this is where we, we have to have this another conversation about belief. We have to. But thanks for coming on Full Current. Yeah. It was a full conversation. And the idea, guys, is to maximize who you are on earth. You were placed here for a purpose, for a time, for a season. And it's very key to maximize it. We celebrate David O, Abonad, and this, some of them have just found out who they were. True. And that is it. True. Once you can find who you are, you're unstoppable. You're unstoppable. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you this for having clap me. For, clap for. It's full current. See you next Sunday. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Had a great time. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay.